somebody shout hallelujah. God's good. Come on, look at somebody and say God's good. A couple days ago, I've been at this folks traveling. This is my 31st year of evangelizing. This past year was very difficult. I know it was very difficult on a lot of us in this building. Amen. Let's get real. It's life. Everybody say it's life. But a lot of things happened in my life last year, even going into this year. Then people come up to me and say, well, Jeff, how in the world did you make it? You know, I had one phrase that I kept repeating over and over through all of my situations. Life's hard, but God is good. God's good. And I'm here today, starting Friday, the Lord began to deal with me and the Lord began to talk to me about this service this morning. Folks, I'm here after 31 years. I told God at the beginning of this year, I don't want to do it. I don't want to go if you're not going with me because I want to see the demonstration of the Holy Ghost fall. I want to see miracles, signs, and wonders. Pastor already said, I don't want to just have church and go home. I want to see a move of God that sweeps through this building and touches every heart that's here today. Oh, come on, can somebody agree with me on that? this down just before I walked up here Jeremiah have you ever studied the book of Jeremiah you don't want to stay there long you want to get off of it amen but the Lord said this in the 29th chapter he said for I know the thoughts I have towards you come on look at somebody say he knows I know the thoughts I have towards you saith the Lord thoughts of peace Thoughts of peace and not evil. Thoughts of peace and not evil. I'm going to give you an expected end. Can I tell everybody in this building, just feel like saying this before I really get going for the next few minutes. God has already got an expected end lined out for you. It's up to you to get there. You hear me? And it's not an expected end of evil. But it's an expected end of happiness, peace, and joy. Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, let's give the Lord a good hand clap. Come on, somebody. Give the Lord a good hand clap of praise. Praise the name. We're going to the book of Matthew today, the third chapter. Stay with me. Come on, somebody shout, this is that. Come on, say it again. This is that. I got a hold of something here just a few weeks ago, and I couldn't get away from it. And it's just like I told God, I said, you got to help me. And God said, I'm going to give you something. It's almost like a formula. It's like something that I believe will help everybody in this building. Folks, let me tell you something. I'm about to get back to Pentecost. I'm not going to get back to religion. I'm not going to get back to just doing things normal. There's a presence of God that's calling his church to get back to what works. Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. Matthew 24, verse 3 through 7, as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? 
And what shall be the sign of the coming and the end of the world? Pretty good question, isn't it? And Jesus answered. Everybody say, Jesus said, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I'm Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass before the end. It's not yet. For nations shall rise against nations, and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines, pestilence, earthquakes in diverse places. Sounds about like the way the world is right now, doesn't it? Come on, don't take a rocket scientist to see that this whole world's in trouble today. But in the midst of it all, there's a God that is saying, I've never changed. I'm still the same yesterday, today, and forever. I bring you a power of God today that'll change your life. I bring you something today. Somebody shout hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a good hand clap and shout this is that. Come on, somebody shout this is that. May be seated. Safe to say we're in the middle of it. The middle of all the mess that this world has today. Fred, hey, in fact, I get to a point now I don't want to even turn it on Fox News anymore. Because all the junk that's going on in the world. But I want you to understand something. The Lord Jesus Christ said He'd never forsake us, He'd never leave us. And you hear this simple preacher today. There's a presence of God here today that brought me to tell you, I'm with you. I'll never forsake you. I'll never leave you because I'm your God and you're my child. Come on, somebody shout, he's my God. All the chaos surrounds this country. All the chaos that surrounds this world. I know it sounds bad, but nobody run out of here pulling out your hair because I'm going to bring you some good news in the next few minutes. There is a God that is named Jesus Christ that always has a way of escape. Jesus said something powerful in Acts 1. You better hear me. Just before he ascended into heaven, he commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith, you heard of me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. He said, but you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost comes upon you. You hear this preacher today. It's not about religion. It's not about the name on the church sign. It's about getting a hold of something that'll change your life. Jesus knew that the world would be difficult and that we would need his Holy Spirit to help us get through it. And on the day of Pentecost, it fell. And they all received the Holy Ghost. It spoke with other tongues as the Spirit of God gave the utterance. They, when they were all together, they come together. They were all in one place, in one in just one setting when God moved. You hear this preacher today. God always brings something and when he does it's complete. It's never done half-heartedly. When God brings us something he is determined to finish it to the end. When it was noised abroad what happened? People probably thought what the Bible says and many thought they were drunk. But Peter standing up, listen to it, what the eleven, he lifted up his voice and said unto them, 
ye men of Judea, and all that dwell in Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken to my words. Everybody say, hear my words. Listen to this preacher today. For these are not drunk as ye suppose, seeing it's but the third hour of the day. Here we go. Then he says something powerful. But this is that that was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days. Somebody shout the last days. I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Jesus declared what was going to happen in the last days. But I bring you a formula today that will change your life forever. There's people here that needs to hear me. If you're going through something, there's a God that knows how to fill you with the baptism of the Spirit. This was that. That was spoken by the prophet Joel. Go, somebody shout, this is that. The other night, it was late, it was thinking about this service. Is God just kind of nudged me in the spirit and said, what we need is a baptism of the Holy Ghost. What we need is a fresh touch of the Spirit of God to overflow our lives, folks. I don't know what you're going through today, but there's a God that's brought this simple preacher here today to tell you, the baptism of the Holy Ghost will change your life. Come on, nudge somebody and say, it'll change your life, man. This is that. Tell me God didn't know what he was doing. Jeremiah, I know you look around. There's a reason why he was called the weeping prophet. But God said, I'm not here to put evil on you, but I'm here to put good on you. There's a God that's here today that wants to love you, that wants to bless you, that wants to help you through whatever you're facing. But you got to be willing to let him do it. I guess when I was shut down last year from the pandemic, us evangelists got hit pretty hard. But you know what? God proved to me, Brother Danny, once and for all, that he had never failed me and never forsaken me. I had a great year through it all last year. You know, with us evangelists, you know, we travel week in and week out all over the country. And that's an awesome thing. And God has blessed us and God has done great things. And I got phone calls from other evangelists. Jeff, how you doing? I said, I'm just trusting God and everything's been, it's going to be all right. Let me tell you something. There's nothing like when you're in a pinch that you understand that God is for you, not against you. That you understand he's got good things for you, not evil things. Preacher, you don't know what I'm going through. No, I don't. But I know a God that does, and I'm here to tell you he loves you. He He cares for you. Last year it had been very easy for me just to roll up my tent and go home. But something inside me said, no, Jeff, you don't do that. You make a stand for God. You make a stand on what you believe, and I'm going to help you through it. You hear old Jeff today. A pandemic, we all face that, haven't we? Whether you believe in it or not, it was here. Come on, amen. People losing their jobs. Next thing you know, we have hurricanes, ice storms. Did anybody get any ice? Any snow? I've seen the pictures you posted. He had drifts up which looked like the side of his house. In Monroe, are you serious? Come on now. 
But you hear me, all of the stuff we've had to go through, everything that I had to go through last year, most of y'all know it, my parents died within 35 days of each other. All the tragedy that I had to go through in my life last year, but somewhere God got a hold of me and says, Jeff, I'll never forsake you. I'll never leave you. I'll stick closer than anybody because I'm your God, you're my child, and I want to help you, and I want to bring you through it. Everything was going great. Next thing you know, I'm going to New Orleans for cancer surgery. Really? Yeah. You're a man of faith. Can I tell you something? The Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust. I've seen, can I be honest with you? I've seen people get out of wheelchairs, been bound to them for years because car wrecks. I've seen people that have had tumors on the arm disappear right in front of my face. I've seen people that, that, that could not hear a word and then begin to scream because it was so loud in the building. I've seen cancer disappear off people. And here I was standing there facing cancer. Then God whispered in my ear, I'm still God. I'm still good. Not just part of the time, but all the time. Let me tell you something. I thank God for the church. I thank God for people like your pastor and wife. I thank God for the church that held me up. I thank God I had somebody to turn to. You hear me? You couldn't be in a better place today. Not only will God help you, but this church will help you. This man of God will help you because that's what we're in the business of doing. This is that. Can I just be bold with you today? What we all need is a fresh dose of the Holy Ghost. Been in this thing, Pastor, all my life. I'm 60 years old. I know sometimes I look older, but that's. I feel like I'm 40 until I have to catch my breath. But you hear me, I've been in this thing, man, all my life. But God had to set me down for two months to help me to understand, Jeff, never take the baptism of the Holy Ghost for granted. It's the thing that will change your life. Whenever thing is roaring against you, there's a God that says, my Holy Ghost will put something inside of you. And I found myself sitting in my living room with my hands raised up and the Holy Ghost began to fall. And I realized that God hadn't forsaken me, that God hadn't walked away from old Jeff, but God was right there beside me. Come on, look at somebody and say, that's a God thing, man. Come on, shout that's a God thing. I like what the Word of God said. But he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. And the gospel, everybody say the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness until all nations and them shall, then shall the end come. You hear me, everybody's going to hear about it, including you. I'm not here to push a denomination because denominations will fail you. But what I am pushing you today is something that will change your life. It's a formula that works. It's like the man that created or come up with the penicillin shot. Whoever thought he'd get that off some mold off bread? Did anybody 
Have you ever seen mold on your bread? Oh, I have here a while back. I was eating down through a loaf, and I got halfway through it. I said, my God, I should have threw this away weeks ago. I'll just toast it. You ever done that? Oh, it's good. Well, when you're eating, you just say it's penicillin. I'm going to feel better. Come on now. Hey, I feel like that doctor today. It may not be penicillin I'm pushing, but I'm pushing the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It'll put a smile on your face. It'll put joy in your heart. It'll put happiness and peace where the world is coming against you. There's a God brought me here today that says, come on out of it, and I'll bless you. I'll help you to endure to the end because it's my gospel. It's my gospel. The gospel's here to help you endure today. When Peter was finished, they asked him something powerful in the 37th verse. Hear it. He said, man, we've, now that we've heard all of this, the, the Bible says they were pricked in their hearts. And they asked men and brethren, what shall we do? Pretty powerful question, is it? Plain and simple, what must we do? Come on, somebody shout, what must we do? See, at this moment, it has nothing to do with the name on the sign. At this moment, it's all about God. It's all about what it takes to get you through it. It's all about what it takes to make you become an overcomer. It's about what it takes to help you get through this whole world. Friend, let me tell you something. I've been looking at this world for the past year or so, and I've shook my head. But God kept reminding me, Jeff, I know what I'm doing. I still love you. I still care for you. Just live for me. Oh, Coke, Jeff, you got to understand that I'm never going to leave you or forsake you. You got to trust me to help you through all of these things. You hear me? Here's a formula. He said, repent. Everybody say, repent. He said, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Can I ask you a question? Have you been baptized today in the name of Jesus? If you haven't, we have water. What hindereth thou? He said, you got to be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins. And then he said, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's the formula for everybody in this place today. Whether you've been in church all your life or you're a first-time visitor in the house of God today. Friend, you're going to understand this is the last days. Jesus said it was all going to happen. But in the midst of it all, there's a God that says, I'm going to provide a way out. I'm going to provide a way for you to stand up and put a smile on your face and say, God is for me, not against me. It's somehow, some way. I'm going to declare a miracle in my life. They've been singing about it. How many believes that a miracle can happen in your life? Come on, let's just make an act of faith. Look at somebody and say, your miracle's on its way. Come on, say, your miracle's on its way. In the next few moments, I believe somebody in this room today is about to get to miracle because the Bible says this is that. And it wasn't just for them back then, but the power of the Holy Spirit is for everybody in this room this morning. Through the power of the Holy Ghost, you can stand and declare. Life's hard, but God's good. You can stand and quote the words of David. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thou ride and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table in the presence of my enemies. Oh God, thy staff, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You hear me, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me, David said, all the days of my life. I read something the other day, and it really just rocked my world. Nine words. 
Never give the enemy a seat at your table. That table was prepared for you, not for your enemy. So when the Lord prepares you a blessing, don't let your enemy sit down at it. Oh, I can preach on that for, I know a long preacher, but I can preach on that for at least 10 minutes. But you know what? Through it all, man, guess what's going to follow old Jeff? Goodness and mercy is going to follow me. Let me tell you something. It had been, been easy for me to roll up last year and just lay down and quit. But there's something that rose up inside of me. God, you said that your Holy Ghost is my comforter. Read it in the Word of God. He is your comforter. So when your back's against the wall, there's a God that says, I've got a way out. I'll fill you with my Holy Spirit and give you happiness, peace, and joy. That's what the kingdom of God in Romans said, that the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So this is that. I don't know what you're struggling with today. I don't know what you're going through. Whether you've been in this thing all your life if you just started. But it's time to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I said it's time to be filled with the Holy Ghost. You want help? The Holy Ghost will help you. You're facing a situation? The Holy Ghost will help you. I thank God for this church. I thank God for these musicians. The song, I thank God for friend. But without the Holy Ghost, we don't have it. But with the power of the Holy Ghost, you can stand and you can declare this, I know. My God is for me and not against me. With the power of the Holy Ghost to help you, you can overcome anything that you're facing. God will help you through it. God will deliver you from it. And you can walk out with your head held up high and say, I know my Redeemer liveth. Because he's my God. Come on, nudge somebody and say, that's your God. That's your God. I don't know where you are today. 11:19. But you hear this preacher. I could go on, but you better hear me. There's a presence of God that's brought me here today to tell you. You don't need another motivational speaker. You don't need another personality. You really don't even know, need a new song. You don't need a new pickup truck. You don't need a new car. You don't need really a high-paying job. Because them things are not really going to bring you happiness. Come on now. But the Bible says the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Well, let me tell you, there's a lot of things in this world will give you a temporary happiness and joy. But there's only one thing that will give you an eternal happiness, peace, and joy, and that's the Holy Ghost. I don't know what you've been through, but all I know is that God brought me here today and said, if you allow him to come into your heart, you just allow the Lord of glory to touch you today. He's not going to bring evil your way, but he's going to bring good your way. 
That's one thing I like about God. Jeremiah was in a bind. Read the book of Jeremiah and you'll, you probably won't want to read anything else because that's why he's a weeping prophet. But through it all, God said, I'm not here to hurt you, Jeremiah. I'm here to help you. And I'm here to give you an expected end. Can I tell you, I see an ending for you that has streets of gold, happiness, peace, and joy. But here's the kicker. you got to understand there's a God that wants to help you get there. And the only way you're going to get there is allow him to fill you with his Holy Spirit where it can transform transform your life I'm not pushing a name on a church sign today I'm not pushing a denomination see because it's not about being Pentecostal Baptist Lutheran Catholic Church of God and Christ Church of Yahoo TikTok let me make a little advertisement you're on TikTok you need to get off TikTok okay I'll quit. You hear this preacher. But what I'm offering you today, I had a lady, pastor, Pentecost Sunday, I was a director with Brother Lewis. Had a lady come up, didn't know anything about the Holy Ghost. I mean, this, this precious woman, she just, first time visitor, man, she was just blowing her mind. Brother Zales Church, I mean, we were in a frenzy, you know, and we were all happy people getting the Holy Ghost and she just walked up there eyes popped wide open we got out there and began to pray she just threw up her hands God forgive me next thing you know she she started laughing we all just kind of watched what's up with this woman she just started laughing just hilariously threw her head back in the midst of the laughing she began to speak with other tongues as the, as the Holy Ghost fell upon her, she laughed. After everybody around her started laughing too. Everybody just watched her. And, you know, and then all of a sudden you stand there and you see that. And you understand that real happiness doesn't come from the world. Real peace doesn't come from the world. But it comes from the Word of God. That when he said, I'm with you, man. I'm not going to forsake you. I'm not going to leave you. You better hear this simple preacher here today. God brought me here to tell you, enough is enough. We need to get to Jesus. We need to get to the king of kings we need to get God in our life we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit stand to your feet this is that when I came out of surgery January the 4th in New Orleans I was supposed to have surgery last April Back in 2020, they had to push it off because of COVID. And last fall, I couldn't do it because my parents died back to back. They scheduled me for December the 14th. Fact: the Monday after I left here, I was supposed to go in for surgery, and the doctor called while I was at Brother Danny's house. His nurse said, "We can't do it. The doctor's got COVID." So they moved me to January 4th. The doctor was concerned. They took my PSA. My PSA had shot out the roof. He was concerned that it had spread outside. Sitting there. Like God says, Jeff, if I ever forsake you, so. I'm going to help you, buddy. Yeah, I had to go through surgery. And everything that went with it. But my pathology reports came back just a few weeks ago. My doctor says, Jeff, just want to let you know there's no more cancer in your body. You're cancer free. Don't you worry about it, son. 
But you see, I've made up my mind. Whether God heal me or not, I'm going to serve him. I got to be like the, the three Hebrew boys. God can save me, but if he don't, that's going to be okay. Because I know that God, my Redeemer, liveth, and I know he loves me. And if it doesn't happen, that'll be all right. I'll be shouting down streets of gold. You hear me? There's a comfort. The Bible says the Holy Ghost is your comforter. Understand me right now. The Bible and the God of glory is here to comfort you today. Comfort you. Come on, everybody's eyes in this pool. Oh, almost shut door. Close your eyes here today. Let's get real. What do you need God to do for you right now? Preacher, I don't know nothing about this. It's, 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 it's plain. That's okay. But I want you to get something right now before I go any further. You're a child of God. I said, you're a child of God and he loves you. He's just waiting on you to call out to him. Lord, I need some help. I need some help with this sin that's maybe is trying to control my life. I'm, Lord, I need help with this situation I'm going through. I need, God, I need help with this addiction. God, I need help with this, this all this mess, my job, my finances, whatever it may be here. Whatever's circling you today, you just say, God, I need some help. I challenge somebody to say that Lord, right now. Lord, I need some help. Come on, say it again. Lord, I need some help. And I know you're here to help me, God, with everything that I'm facing. But I've got a willing to let you help me. Let me tell you something, you're surrounded by people that's been there and done that. Everything you can think of, this probably there's somebody in this church that's been through it, but here we stand in the presence of Jesus, worshiping and praising Him. How we got through it, don't know, but we got through it. Can't tell you how I got through my cancer, but I got through it. Can't tell you how I got through all of my situations last year with my parents and and all of the pandemic and all the hurricanes, but you know what? I'm still standing. Life's hard, but God's good. And he proved it to me over and over and over again. You see, there's nothing like living for God when the chips are down. There's nothing like realizing that you can walk into a house of God like this and know that you can feel him. That there's a God, there's a church here that's not here to cast stones, but there's a God of glory here to lift you up, to bless you, to bring you what you need today. But you've got to be willing to live. Well, preacher, I'm not real, not real comfortable by, by walking down there in front. That's okay. But God can touch you right where you're at. Mm. With every eye in this place closed right now, come on, I challenge somebody to raise your hand if you need help from God. Come on. This is visitor, Remember, been here all your life. If you need help from God, just slip your hand up right now. This is that. I believe the Holy Spirit wants to help us today. Holy Spirit wants to help everybody in this building right now. Come on, hold your hand up right now. Say, Lord, here I am. Look at all the hands in this building across the balcony, across this body. Lord, I just don't know how it's going to happen, but I need you. You see, it's no accident that you walked into this building today. There's a God that's telling you, come on, come on, come on. Let me help you. Let me do what I do best. Jesus, you see every hand in this place. Come on, one more time. Slip your hand up, heaven. Lord, you see every heart. You see every situation. You see every circumstance. God, you said you're going to bring us good and not evil. You said, Lord, you'd help us. But it starts right now, Lord. Come on with that hand in the air. Place the other hand on your heart right now. Quickly, come on, come on, do it. It's 11, 11.28, come on. 
Listen to Jeff. I want us to ask God to forgive us of every sin that we could possibly think of. Say, God, just search me, Lord. Can you do that right now? Come on, everybody. Lord, forgive me of all my sins. I confess unto you, God. Have mercy upon me, O God. According to thy loving kindness, according to the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions, blot out my sin, blot out my iniquity, God. Blot out anything that would hold you out of my life, God. Just blot it out, God. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me, Jesus. God, just wash me and cleanse me. Oh, can somebody just say that right now? God, wash me and cleanse me. Preacher, I've been in this thing all my life, and I've just been in a struggle. Can you trust God today to fill you with his spirit once again? Preacher, I'm battling something. Can you trust God to fill you with his happiness, peace, and joy? I'm telling you, he'll do it for you today. I've seen the hand of God move and fill thousands of people with the Holy Spirit. If he can do it for them, he can do it for you. I don't know what you're facing today, but I think if you had your hand in there, you owe it to yourself and God to say, Lord, baptize me with your Holy Spirit. Baptize me with that happiness. Baptize me with that peace and joy. God, baptize me with that comfort that only you can bring. And I promise you, God will help you.